Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garamagal people. We pay our respects to all First Nation elders, past, present and emerging. So I feel like I've stepped back into my acting roots. Oh. Had my first nightmare about the live show. Oh, yes, it begins. Haven't had one of these dreams since I don't know when. <gasps> it begins. We're treading the boards again oh and I'm getting God. all those anxious feels about what could possibly go wrong. I love that you say again. I've never tread the boards. Yeah, this is new for you. And I have had being on stage and forgetting the lines dreams my whole life have you had director dreams like back in your directing yes. days oh my god do you know the dream I used to have is I just lost control of the cast so I used to have a repeated <laughs> dream where people were not listening to me they were just doing their own thing and I was yelling yeah. everyone, no one's listening everyone and like no one but they were just like it was like I was invisible and I was like there. we are revolting children yeah. living in yeah. revolting times <laughs> Rev's always used to say back in her directing days that 50% of the job was directing the show and mm-hmm. then 50% of the job was managing... The personalities. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. The it personalities is. in the room. It is. Served me well, that skill in life. Mm. Also applies in corporate. If you work in corporate, you'll know that's true. Half the job is just managing personalities. All right, well, what happened in your dream? It was so weird. What? It was... The weirdest thing about the dream was we weren't like in our show doing okay. it and I forgot my lines okay. or you forgot your lines. Or something drastic happened where the costume change fucked up. It was... You and I mm. auditioning for the show. For our show. Nah. And there was a director of the show. She was like, yeah, I'm the director of We Don't Have Time For This. And we were like, oh, we'd love to audition. Anyway, <laughs> we get the job. Spoiler wow. alert. <laughs> and so you and I are rehearsing for this show with this like 58-year-old woman okay. trying to tell us what to do. And we were like subordinates. We were like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, right away, ma'am, you know. <laughs> but in my dream, I, for whatever reason, needed to borrow her car to go pick up a key prop okay. that we were missing, and I crashed her car. And she was yelling at me. For, anyway, it was oh bizarre. My God. So strange. This is your old theatre days coming back. With Babe, like a- my theatre dreams have always been I'm in the scene, it feels really real, and yeah. all of a sudden – You blank. I blank, I don't know my lines, yeah. or I am shoved into a show. That you don't know it. Yeah, yeah or yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, you're playing Lady Macbeth. <laughs> You've done it before in the past, Gem. Come on, do yeah. it now. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying so hard to remember all oh of Shakespeare God. and I can't. <sighs> well, there you go. Should we get into the show? Yeah. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids. We don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Have you had any nightmares yet about, about the life? show? Yeah. No, not yet. Okay. No, but it is a consistent dream for me that I am on stage and have no idea what's going on. Like, yeah. don't know what the show is, never done it before, not even sure where I am, that yeah. kind of disorienting. And I've always had that dream, but I haven't had it recently, so yeah. Are you nervous about being on stage? Of course I am. Mm. But the fun thing is we're just being ourselves, yeah. right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's a show and there's lots of marks to hit. Yep. <laughs> but we're just – people are coming to be, like, see each other and us and, like, be part of the whole thing, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm confident about that. That's going to be a great time. Mm. It's going to be rowdy, I reckon. That's I my reckon guess. Too. I reckon those theatres are going to be like – well, we haven't had a crowd like this in a while. Bit different to the symphony crowd last <laughs> week, isn't it? <sighs> Mum's night out. Mum's on tour. Mum's on tour. Best kind of audience. Hey, I like by it. the way, there's still a couple of tickets. So Adelaide, get your skates on. Brizzy, there's a few left. Sydney Thursday, I think there's a few left. Maybe even a smattering on Friday. Thursday, there's balcony seats. You know what's going to happen, DLs? And we all know this is going to happen. There's going to be a mad scramble at the 11th hour. Suddenly everything will be gone and people are like, does anyone have a Thursday? Does anyone have this? I've got a sick kid. I've never done it. Like, quick, get them now before you have to deal with that malarkey. Look, I don't want to spend too much of the episode pushing the live shows. Yeah, but yeah, one yeah, thing I, I just want to say is 
You know how Hubs and I have this rule, you have to book your next holiday by the end of your holiday, so oh, yeah. you always have something to look forward to. Yes. I know our Radaladians, because they're so rad and all, are like, oh, we're notorious for being lastminute.com when it comes to booking <laughs> shows because, you know, they they're have their – spoiled there. Yeah, they get their Adelaide Fringe Festival and all that, so I understand that they have a lot of shows come to town. However – isn't it nice to have something locked in the diary to look forward to? Did that work, Adelaide? Did that sell it? <laughs> <laughs> Does that motivate you to get your ticks? <laughs> uh, bit of a handbrake, mm. change in direction. Mm-hmm. I have an update. Oh, Blue Mimi. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. <gasps> Please tell me you filmed the reunion. I did. Oh, good. Good girl. I did. I had to. It was too beautiful. And we all also, need to see it. I had to show my parents, yeah, my yeah, in-laws, yeah. Yes. because they were all heavily Everyone invested. Everyone is invested. DL's in the Facebook group have been like, okay, who's got an old blue Mimi that we can ship to Gem? Everyone is like, pray for Iggy. Now, I know the question <laughs> on everyone's lips will be, where, where was he? Yes. And as mentioned in the previous episode, if you have no idea what we're talking about, scooting over to that app. But what I mentioned is that based on our surveillance, mm-hmm. Iggy had six minutes <laughs> from the front door where he was holding Mimi, walking into the house. Six minutes later, he walks back out of the house without, without her. It. Him, them, they, they. yeah, <laughs> whatever. Basically, I don't know if it's Iggy or Rafa, but it was stashed behind the armchair near our fireplace oh like down the back of the armchair like in the cushion yes but not like a decorative cushion like the The, cushion the actual because we pulled all of the couch cushions off yeah but we must have just neglected this one armchair and the thing about this armchair is it's got a wooden frame Uh, so I think if I pulled I must have pulled the decorative cushion off and gone it's not there because it's not it's not a lounge couch yeah it's not heaps of fabric and puffiness and it can get it's very um like the design is minimalism Mm, you know it's very mid-century modern yeah it is Mm. mid-century modern (laughs) yeah and Mimi was shoved down who found it so had a maid over he (laughs) must have just sat on that chair getting all comfy into it and then was like oh it's a bit lumpy and pulled out Mimi but obviously doesn't know the story of Mimi and just chucked it on the other couch and I literally it was one of those surreal things where Hubs and I were doing a classic weekend tidy for the week ahead and I just moved a cushion around I was like wait not that there's no way that was just there like there's no way that that could I've searched high and low. Anyway, yeah, our mate was like, oh, no, I found it. Oh. It was on the back of that thing. And we were like, oh, do you know what you've done? And he was like, what? what? What's what going on? It? Obviously not a DL. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was quite funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. So did you see that all unfold? No. No, okay. no he was already asleep in oh bed. Oh, my God. Um, so I saved it for the next morning. Yes. I'll share the video on my socials. Yes, please. It's very sweet. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm. So you're okay with it? Yeah, look, I think there was part of you that was like, all right, well, we've, you know, we've gotten rid of the face bunny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hubs was like, let's not give it back to him. I was like, I can't oh, not. Like, no. Mimi's right here. But I will say that in the time, because it was a full week yeah. we did yeah. without Mimi, <gasps> Iggy had taken to mint green Mimi in that time. <laughs> and what's mint green Mimi called? Green Mimi. Green Mimi. So yeah. now he's got blue Mimi and green Mimi. Yeah. So it's a thruple. It's a thruple. <laughs> it's a thruple. <laughs> all right. Is he happy? So happy. Oh, Wait till you see the video, okay. Rebsy. All right. You're going to die. Oh so cute. Oh, my God. I'm so freaking glad to hear this. It's a relief. I've, I was really feeling for the little dude. Speaking of the younger people in our lives. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, not children. For those who are new to the podcast, I have three Zuma step-siblings. They are 19, 22, and 20, almost 24. This age is so fascinating. Fascinating. I'm obsessed with them. Obsessed. My sister and I, every time we're around them, we're just like... We are in awe of like why we're so old. <laughs> like we just don't understand. Is it upsetting it's at just times? A really rude shock. Yeah. Like, we're, like we were at, we had a family lunch yesterday, my dad's birthday, and they were talking or whatever. And Lou like turns to me, my sister Lou, who's thirty five. She turns to me and goes, 
when did this happen? Like, when did we become old? Aren't we their age? (laughs) Like, when did it happen? And it's just so true. And it's so much a part of aging, isn't it? As to be like, you know, it's coming. You've heard everyone talk about it. But when it happens to you, it is so unbelievably shocking that it's actually it's like wrinkles or gray hairs you know like you know it's coming and you you go oh that's great I'm gonna do that gracefully and that'll come to me but when it actually starts you're like what the actual fuck this is undeal withable do you know what I mean yeah. and that's how I feel but so but you know what's a lull revs is that anyone who's older than us yeah. who's perhaps in their late 40s uh-huh. and I know we do have some DLs in their 50s they would be like, lol, yeah, like, oh, to be 37 again. I know, I know. I know we're totally young, but we're not the young people. We're definitely Like not. millennials are middle-aged. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, we are. We're middle-aged. We're middle-aged. <laughs> middle-age. And it's funny because like my partner and my sister's husband are Gen X. So they're like the next ones up. Yeah. And then I've got boomer parents. You know what I mean? So we cover a lot in this particular family get together. So what was it about your Zuma step siblings? <laughs> their words. It's <laughs> straight up words. What their language? Yes. So they so <laughs> it started because my youngest stepbrother got a motorbike, don't even. Oh god. I know. Anyway, he got personalized number plates and his number plates send with two Ds. S E N double D. Yeah. And he's, send. And he's like send it. Actively chosen. And we're like, like send it. <laughs> and he's like, no, send it. And we're like, send it. Send it where? <laughs> like we were literally like, and like me, my partner, my sister, her husband, we're all like, huh? send it where? <laughs> send it and what? He's like, you know, like send, send it to it. who? And he's like, you know, like send it. And his siblings were like, send it. And we're like, send it where? <laughs> like we just did not get it. And we could all, we all did and we're like, we're old. Like obviously this is a thing with yeah. meaning attached to it that happened somewhere in pop culture and this has been picked mm. up and we missed it. It didn't come into our world. We don't know what send it means and we still don't. It reminds me of in our day. Do you remember when the trend word of the time was random? Oh mm-hmm. my God, random. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. my mum being like, what's random? Why is it, no, so, why, yeah, what's why random is it about random? it? Yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, no, 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 it's just a saying like, oh, random. Yeah. And she'd be like, Okay, but why that word? Yeah, and I remember them saying like, so it means weird and you're like, no. Yeah. It's like a generation just gets it yeah. and then the old folks, yeah. us, mm. doesn't. So then later we're trying to work out what yeet means. Have you heard this word? No, yeet. Yeah, so I'm like, what does yeet mean? And they're like, oh, and they give us that look that oh, we used to give yeah. our parents. Like you, know? you guys are so lame it's for like, not knowing. Oh, you don't know what yeet, okay. And then they're like, we're like, me and Lou are like desperate to get it, right? Is this because you want to be cool? We just want to get it. Yeah. We don't want to be obsolete. And then, like, my boyfriend wants to get it because he's got teenage kids, you know, and he's like, I want to know what they're saying. <laughs> you know? So we're all invested and they're looking at us with this just, like, absolute, like, oh, you so guys. So what is yeet? Now and you have think, to tell us. Well, they're like, well, so you'd say it as you, like, pegged something, as in threw something, and they'd do, like, a throw motion. And we're like, oh, so it's like <laughs> my brother-in-law, who's, like, almost 50, he's like, oh, so it's like, catch and they're like no and we're like okay so it's like heads up and they're like no it's it's yeet it's yeet yeet. and we're like yeah and then they're like you say it in a way we're like what's the way like like, you don't say yeet you go like yeet and we're like why (laughs) what did we have Taxi? Yeah, yeah, I get. Can you imagine boomers yeah. being like, you're calling a you're cab? calling a cab? Where are you going? It's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. But anyway, we've got, basically we've just, we, we were like, so it means heads up, I'm throwing something at you, but it's already in motion. And my stepbrother goes, I would highly recommend you never use yeet. <laughs> and we're like... Burn. All I can say is thank God for the Urban Dictionary because I've looked stuff up and the Urban Dictionary has saved my ass. What does the Urban Dictionary say about yeet? Yeah, look it up right now. Look it up right now. Okay, it says to discard an item at high velocity. Alex finishes his soda and proceeds to yeet his empty can into a trash bin. Alex, while throwing the can, yeet. (laughs) See, Urban Dictionary. So so it does mean I'm throwing something. If a Zuma was here, they'd be like, it doesn't mean I'm throwing something. But it does. But it does, guys. It does. Anyway, we old, man. We old. 
I remember the thing I was most embarrassed about not knowing the meaning of, but again, Dr. Google came to the rescue was it's always acronyms yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. me. It's often acronyms, oh, yeah. but the I love you so much yeah, yeah, yeah. acronym and yeah. just seeing it absolutely everywhere, but being way too delayed to getting <laughs> the answer. Yeah. My mum asks me all the time about acronyms and I say, you can always ask. Yeah, you yeah. Can always, always, always okay to ask. Always ask. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Teaching drama. Oh, she did it. <laughs> she did it. I did it. And look, I I made time for that. Oh, yeah, but what yeah, I've yeah. learned is I no longer have time <laughs> because holy moly, looking after a class of four five-year-olds oh. is exhausting. Four five-year-olds? Yeah, four, four slash five-year-olds. Oh, right, right. I'm not, like, there was four. only four? No, no. <laughs> like, and you're like, complaining? No, there was like 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four slash five-year-olds. Yep. And as you said in recent episodes, I doth my cap <laughs> to... Educators. Educators. Yep. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was sweating. I was exhausted. <laughs> and also you forget, like, I obviously did a lesson plan. Oh, obviously. Every teacher, every, every teacher is going to lull at that. And lesson plan is definitely the wrong word. I'm okay. giving myself way too much credit, but I had a structure. Like yep. I was like, we're going to start with a vocal warm up, and yep. then we're going to do a physical warm up, And then we're going to, I'm going to ask the kids what acting is. And then we're going to, anyway, so I had structure to the hour but what you don't account for is the wrangling mm. of kids mm-hmm. because four slash five-year-olds, full of energy, full mm. of excitement. They're not yet in school. So mm. this is like a community kindy. So it's preschool and maybe sitting down and listening isn't at top of mind or top of experience. Oh, I would say it's last thing on the list. <laughs> so, you know, dealing with fidget bottoms or telling kids to sit down and listen and I'm, you know, blah, 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 which is fine. Like the teachers assisted me with that. <laughs> oh I just want to say on behalf of we don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Gems kindy teachers. Look, I'm sorry too. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was great, but it was Thank knackering. You. It was knackering. Of course. And of course... Rafa Mm -hmm. was beside herself excited that I was there in her school. And that's what made it all worth it. Like I was like that hour out of my work day to spend with her and her friends was the best thing ever just to see the pride in her eyes. And she didn't have the language to be like, mommy, I'm so happy you're here. Mm. It means so much to me. She demonstrated it by just jumping all over me, cuddling me like she would cuddle like imagine what? the tightest she hug never cuddles yeah, she you. never volunteers a cuddle so just imagine rafa arms wrapped right around me hugging into the nape of my neck and then pulling away from me looking me in the eyes smiling and then going back in for another hug oh, like that was just her way of being like you're here in oh. my class and i'm so proud that you're, you're here. involved in yeah. her life yeah, it was really cool to see uh, her react that way. Yeah. But what was tricky to navigate was um, <laughs> trying to not make her a Nepo baby yeah, yeah, in the yeah. drama class because she wanted to be up the front next to me yep. because this is my mummy yep. and I had to keep being like, honey, can you sit down and join your friends? Mummy's in charge. Yeah, and this then mummy's moment. <laughs> and before, because I sort of told her the lesson plan because she wanted to know, she came up to me and she was like, mummy, I want to be the wolf, you know, before I've even told the story. And I was like, yeah, sit down, sit down. And no, I can't pick you because that's nepotism. Like, I just can't. (laughs) Going against all of my instincts. And, uh, yeah, so when I told the story of the three little pigs, I was like, all right, who wants to be the wolf? And, of course, heaps of hands shot up. And I had to actively not choose Rafa, which I knew was kind of – No eye contact, no eye contact. Yeah, no eye contact, which I knew broke her heart a little bit. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not what, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I briefed you, bitch. I want to be the wolf. And I couldn't honour that anyway it was lovely and it was also nice to get to see the dynamic Mm, of her class because you're not often exposed to that see who the big characters are and also who the shy Mm. quieter kids are but I forgot the value of a drama class to see those with the quietest voices Mm. stand up take a role and have to deliver like you know we talked about Isla's speech competition last week and you know it's obvious you feel proud like she's uber talented but there's a different layer of proud when you see a kid who is painfully shy Mm. where you can see them working through such discomfort Mm. and then feel that 
sense of pride mm. when they've done it. Yeah. That was really cool for me to see. There was like a couple of kids who were so quiet and mm. then, you know, you had to be like, use your use your big voice, you know, can you say that a bit louder and they try, you know, it's yeah. lovely. And don't you just really want to help those kids? Like when I've done literacy at school, I'm like, oh, those little like quiet ones who they want to be in there, but yeah. like, and you can see them, but they're just, you really want to work with them. And the gregarious, like precocious kids like our kids, yeah. <laughs> you're like, shut up, like, <laughs> go away. I, know, but I want to help this person I like know. find their feet you know I know it's tricky though because with the precocious loud kids like you also go well this is your world that you might go into yeah, so yeah. I need to nurture that yeah. as well. like it's, <laughs> it's look Rafa did really well go on no, go I on still, I, you know I have no yardstick to compare my firstborn yeah, all yeah. I have is Iggy yeah. at home and there's vastly different kids but it was interesting and it, it doesn't matter how I say it, it's going to come across as humble brag. Do it. And that's not what I mean brag. at all. It's not, it's not a brag. It's more of an observation. Sure, sure. <laughs> Was Rafa really good? Is it, that what we're getting to? Was she great? Was she a great wolf? Look, it's not about being good. It's, <laughs> she was. It's like what you and I say, she gets it. She gets it. Yeah. Like She understands the assignment. Yes. Yeah. And there was Rafa and there was a little girl called Polly and you could just tell that storytelling is their jam. Yep. Embodying character is their jam. They like confidence. Yeah. And giving Rafa no direction when it was time. Because basically they split off into little groups and yep. they had to go and rehearse in their own groups. And then they... Assisted by the teachers. Yes. <laughs> and then they perform it back to the group. But it was just interesting to see with Rafa no direction that when it was her entrance as the wolf, she really really milked it like she was stomping and she changed her body shape and she roared and you know it was just like you get it you get it girlfriend yeah you get it if my husband is listening to this episode he'll be like like, shut this down (laughs) shut this right down it's so funny like hubs's fear is that she's gonna want to go into acting which you'd think i would find insulting yeah but a part no, of me it's your is, fear too. Part, <laughs> it's everyone's fear. It's my fear for her. Uh, <laughs> All I want is my children to be like, you know what gets me really excited? Fucking numbers, you know, curing cancer, science research, digital marketing, real estate, literally anything other than like comedy or acting. Well, look, for me, it's <laughs> music. It's, the, it's like, can you pick an industry where the rejection is minimize where you can grow yourself a stable and safe life yeah yeah but then then what are you gonna do what are you gonna and it's their passion you gotta like support them we have a say yeah i know you know i know like we have any say yeah like i've got a dear friend who went into finance because that's what her parents expected of her and then you know at 27 she went you know what this is not my calling. And my dad is another example of that. I'm actually a tightrope walker. Yeah. I'm actually a master cellist. Yeah. <laughs> cellist? I don't know. I love that. Random. Oh, so, so random. So random. <laughs> so in conclusion. Yes. Mad respect for educators. Mad respect. Um, I can give that much for one hour a year. Yeah, I know. And oh. then I'm tapped out. I really feel you. And I went in to do reading. Yeah, recently. is that exhausting? Oh my God. You're just like, oh, this is, I'm, I'm done after five minutes. And you just think they do this all day, every day without us here helping them. Yeah. Like when you go in for literacy, there's two or more parents mm. assisting the teacher so they can do group work. And it's like, you manage this whole raucous circus by yourself all day, every day, fucking nine to three respect and like you see all the different personalities and there's some kid that like needs their sensory headphones on and there's some kids like forgotten to put their glasses on and then like the boys are such a different dynamic to the girls and you know there's like 25 plus kids in a public school and it's like respect yeah I don't know how they do it and you hear her constantly I'm like how's she even got a voice yeah constantly going you sit down and do that you blah 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 hey I told you you're gonna have to go outside if like it's constant discipline Mm. constant teaching and then just making sure the kids are like it's huge enormous and like ah and all I can say is you deserve to get paid more way more it must be so annoying hearing parents I know appreciate understand that they deserve so much more and then nothing happens well what we can do is on strike days like you know actually honor those days and listen to you know 
collective action and, mm. you know, back up our teachers. So true. When we can, which is, you know, they're just such selfless people. Yeah. This is the problem. It's like the kind of person who goes into teaching or nursing or any of those kind of care or education spaces, they just, it's in their DNA yeah. to help people and to not put themselves first. Oh, it's all give. Yeah, it's and all give. Being of service. Yeah. So it's like, oh, anyway. Like my kid's kindy teacher, she's like a veteran. She's been there a long time. She never takes strike days because she's like, no, no, this is my job. And I'm like, no, strike. Yeah. Like make yourself heard. We support you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, amen to that. So no more, no more Chummy's drama? No, I'm good for a bit. I'm good. But what it shone a light on for me is that given the opportunity in the future when Rafa starts school like yeah. next year, I would like to do readers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What's the frequency of readers? It's up to you. Over it's the whatever you can okay. give. Yeah. Some people go every single week for a term, you know, once yeah, a term. Right. What, it's up to you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs, as you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant and then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So Obviously, we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using Wild Deodorant for nine months now, and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me, it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Revzy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and of course all wild products are vegan and cruelty free so do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out wild today with 25% off your entire order use code no time all caps no space at the checkout 25% is huge yeah it's actually the highest discount wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you DLs go to wearewild.com and use code Code no time at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? It's a biggie. Oh, I don't go into an office anymore, okay? Like, this is my office day. It is. Please describe my outfit. It's elevated slob. It's ele- There's no other way around it. I don't even think it's elevated today. I mean, my hair's done, so I guess that's the elevated I mean, since bit. you got the hair pieces in, yeah. your hair just hair always... Sorry, hair extensions. Hair pieces. Okay, sorry. Since you got your toupee. <laughs> your wig <laughs> all right since you've got your hair extensions you do look more put together yeah yeah and the botox has kicked in so i yep. look fresh you're looking fresh shout out to lynn at natural 365 and dy <laughs> let me describe your idea so revs is in a gray hoodie a mall gray, gray if mal. you will yep. and it's a queen hoodie it's merch yeah and then she's got these diarrhea colored <laughs> leggings diarrhea, they're khaki okay khaki fine yep. Um, they're erring on the side of yellow. It's like newborn poo. Um, they look great though. And then she's wearing Crocs, which yeah. we all know what that does to the look. Not um, a stitch of makeup. No. It's slob. It's slob town. Now, I don't have many reasons to put an outfit on by day. 
Welcome to my life. Yes. Mm. And I remember this era from lockdown and how much I hated it. And I desperately wanted to, and I was never the person in lockdown who could get the energy to like put a face on and an outfit for Zoom. I just couldn't. Mm. But I am noticing I don't want to be a slob anymore, Jim. I want to step it up and be an adult woman. (laughs) Yep. It's a reoccurring theme in this podcast that we have like seasonal disgust. We do. Our lack of getting ready. Yeah. But it is a tension for me between like, well, what's the fucking point? Like I'm just working at my computer all day and then I'm picking up the kids and going to Pilates, you know, like I don't need an outfit. Mm. But I look at the boomers and I'm like, but they get dressed every day. Oh, they do. Don't they? Yeah. They get up and they get dressed and I, I aspire to it. And without somewhere to go... I'm like, where's the motivation? Where's the motivation? There is none. Do you know, Revs, it's interesting. Like I got a taste of your old world Mm -hmm. for a little bit. I did this other podcast with Mamma Mia called Hello Bump. And it was a solid record schedule. Like we did it over, I want to say four or five weeks, but it was every like Tuesday and Friday I was in the office recording either intros or outros or the various guests. Going into an office. I went into the office for the first time in my life. And every day I felt pressure to look somewhat put together. Yeah. And also Mamma Mia film. Yeah. Every podcast. Yeah. So I was on camera. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck, I better put a face on. Yeah. I want to make a bit of effort. Yeah. But not only that, their whole office is full of Zoomers. Yeah, cool Zoomers. Cool Zoomers. And they have a casual dress code. So it's not like... You, no. It, it's, it's not like there's business casual so you no. know the rules. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like It's yeah. like, okay, jeans and a blazer. No. It's like, but, come as yourself. <laughs> and that's so... <laughs> hard it's really hard like I'm coming as myself but I'm in a professional mode yes I'm going to work but they're cool there yeah fuck (laughs) and one day producer Cassie who's like 27 years old she was like I like your vibe today and I was like I was like thank you thank you so much she's like we tried really hard (laughs) I I was like oh thanks like playing it cool but inside I was like I really thought about this outfit but Revs this is the thing you say that the dress code is like casual like there's no real dress code at Mamma Mia but what I realise is casual dress is an enormous elevation oh, from, from, from slob. elevated slob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is what I sport every, every single day. Yeah. Okay. So that's that story. But I've got more to add. Curiously, what I have discovered in myself, okay. and you might feel different when this switches back okay. around. So we've been recording at Revs's house for quite some time now because of the landscape renovations happening at my house. And Very all the noisy. Noise. Very noisy. So we moved the podcast a while ago to Revs's place. I know you live 10 minutes down the road from yep. me, yep. but the commute does something to yeah. me. Yeah. It's like the notion of leaving my house yep. and going somewhere else. Uh-huh. I shower. It's like I have a routine of getting ready. To get ready. out the door. Yeah. So have you noticed like when I come, even though I'm in my leggings yeah. and in a t-shirt right now and sneakers, so I'm in my active wear, but I've got a face on. Yeah, yeah. And you've noticed this about I me have. for a while where you're like, oh, gee, you're you, done. Look, you look fresh. Every time I open the door, I'm like, oh shit, are we recording content? Because <laughs> she looks nice. And I'm like, oh fuck, I haven't done my face. <laughs> but I, but like this for me is the happy medium because I didn't like office life like I was like oh that's 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 a lot lot. and I was in two days a week I'm thinking back to when you were at Temple and Webster three days yeah three days and I remember by the third day being like again (laughs) like like getting to the getting to the morning getting up out of bed Mm. the alarm goes off early and you're like trying to get a coffee in and you're like all right let's do your face and you're like Again, like yeah. I swear I just washed this shit off and I'm putting it back on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And makeup ain't cheap. Oh, it's a lot, you know. But but it didn't used to be pre-COVID. I don't think it felt like such a big effort pre-COVID. No, is that because it was habit? Yeah, yeah. Whereas COVID yes. brought everyone back to Slobville. Yeah, or everyone. Leisure, like leisure wear or pyjamas for clothes. And like the great equaliser because we all had regrowth down to our ears mm-hmm. and it was like we couldn't get any appointments. Mm-hmm. We had no Botox, we had no lashes, we had no eyebrows, no tans, nothing, nothing. And it was like, oh, well... <laughs> What are you going to do? Like every man grew their hair. Like it was was a real time. It was. And then we got set free Mm. and we all went into like, oh my God, outfits. And I don't know. It's like now it feels like the biggest effort. But I don't know if it's like where we are in our life. Like this is definitely a challenge for you and me probably more than the average person. Yes. But like, yeah, I just want to enter. I'm ready for my hot bitch era, you know, and I'm not going to get it. 
in elevated slob. Well, when we move the podcast back to my house, yes. I wonder if there'll be a mental shift for mm. you few outfits yeah or not even at least put a face on because you will be leaving your home you know i'm not saying you have to revs it's me i know and i think that's the other problem that's the other fucking problem we're like a married couple where it's like i don't have to try like make effort i'm gonna shave for you (laughs) come on yeah i think that's it yeah like john won't care i'll turn up with my gross hair don't care oh my god don't judge so true it's so true. But I'm like, come on, Revs. Like, do you get sick of yourself? Like, this is how I go. I think you're quite similar. It's like I'm quite habitual, but then I get overnight over my habits. So I'm like, I'll have the same breakfast for a year. And then one day I'll be like, I never want to fucking see porridge ever again. But I've like actively chosen to eat the same porridge and loved it and yeah. look forward to it every single day for a year. And then I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel. So this is where I'm at now, right? I've been like comfy, cozy, fun employment, working on the potty with you, like doing the tour stuff just in my elevated slob and I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready for hot bitch winter. (laughs) Winter? Well, we're in winter. Oh man, I reckon your hot bitch era should emerge out of spring at least. Nah, that's too far away. I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready to be a hot bitch. Do you know what? My whole winter identity Mm -hmm. has been the mother puffer vest from Cotton On. It has become your identity. If we talk about cost per wear, those vests are running at five cents now by this point. That's how many times. It's my uniform (laughs) and it's... I'm unashamed. Yeah. I feel good in it. Yeah. You know, but I you feel- know what's going to happen? What? Just the minute spring pops its head up, you're going to be like, this fucking thing. I never want to see it again. Oh, yeah, no. It won't, it won't have longevity till next winter. It's not going to come around next nah. season. You'll no. be like, oh, I've worn this to death. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, $60 cost per wear. Oh, like, I feel like it's done its job. It's like maternity clothes. Mm. You're like, yeah, my old favorites, my comfort leg. The minute you're not pregnant, you're like, burn them. Put them on the burn pile. I never want to see them ever again. Hard disagree. Wait, what? From the woman who is still wearing her maternity undies from when she gave birth I to Rafa. I cannot hey, deal. Hey, 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 hey. It's I, all right. I went shopping for new bras. Okay. I got that Congrats. Fun. Like, what are you doing in the undies? That is a five-year-old pair of undies. They're so comfy. They're like big and loose and comfy, but they're like high-waisted. So they're sexy. black. They're versatile. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Gemma Peanut from the ground. Come and get in my pants. They're big and comfy and hey. loose. <laughs> hey, you used to give me shit about still wearing breastfeeding bras yeah. way longer than necessary. Yes. I've burnt those. Good. Chuck them on the pile. But leggings... I will never get over leggings. I think it would be really cathartic for us to just get all the deals together and have a beach bonfire and everyone just throw their <laughs> thing, whatever it is for you. Maybe it is your like old work clothes because you've like left corporate life or it's your maternity clothes or it's your like sad leggings that you wore through COVID or whatever. And we all just burn it. Just burn it. Start again. So what's happened to your corporate attire? It's hanging up looking lovely. <laughs> but like I got nowhere to wear it. I but I also feel like I'm coming back to my real style because like I worked in magazines for a few years and I like you used to give me shit. You're like, who's <laughs> this bitch? Hey, look, I'm trying not to judge or laugh. No, go for it. But like when Rebs was working at this mag, she used to turn up to podcast records and I was like, you look like a wannabe Zoomer. Yeah. A wannabe cool Zoomer. Have, and like this is ironic because Gemma's not worked in office. She doesn't get that you you have to adapt yes you have to assimilate and you have to become part of the team and like you do it does rub off on you wherever you're working right you've got to like dress the part so yeah I was just monochrome and like chic shit for like a couple of years yeah. and then I was like and you know at my last job it was much more like no you can have a bit of personality then your style changed it again started coming back in again but now I'm like I can just dress revs yeah. <laughs> like I can just dress so, my true style so tell us what is that because oh right it's now it's elevated slob. <laughs> right so it's like it's two things. I've got two modes now. I've got elevated slob and like theatrical wizard. <laughs> I just want to wear sequins, stars and moons, silk sets, bright, bold patterns. I want to float around in like sparkly wizard attire full time or I'm elevated slob yep. and nothing in between. And with my wizard outfits, I want to wear like metallic eyeliner and like have crazy hair. I'm, I'm like, that's my real self coming back to me. It's amazing. I just want to be her. her. Yeah, be her. be wizard Wear revs. her shoes. Yeah. Do you know what? Hmm. Next week when we record the podcast. <laughs> Should I come full wizard? Yes. 
<laughs> I'll stay in elevator slop because we'll be recording back at mine next week and I will oh literally roll God. out of bed and if I get a shower in, it'll be lucky. I want wizard revs. Yeah, the problem with liking trends, right? <laughs> There's the confession we've all like been waiting tr- for. I love a trend. Yeah. Like, and I love to try out trends. And mm. as I get more mature and older, I, I'm quicker to identify, okay, this trend ain't for me. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to try and like do that. Like cutouts. One. Oh, by the way, yeah. segue. Yeah. DLs were like, is revs going to rock cutouts? In the show? In the show. Oh God, look, I'm, I'm, I originally railed on cutouts. And then people's definition of a cutout is problematic because... Yeah, we've had whole arguments on the podcast. I know, because there's cutouts and there's cutouts. If it's cleavage, it's not a cutout. I hard agree. Yeah, okay. If it's on the side, if it's exposing a rib or your right hip bone, that's a fucking cutout. Revs, the dress you wore for your birthday last year. It's not a cutout. 100% was a cutout. It's not a cutout. The cleavage part is the cutout, but then there was a keyhole cutout underneath it. It's the cleavage. No. All right, anyway. Anyway, we we won't redo that poll. We will rehash. We will. We shan't. (laughs) Anyway, so I like to try a trend and it's fun to be in a trend, but what you set yourself up for is you look back at photos even mere years ago, like two or three years ago, and you're like, oh, that was that era. Oh, I had that. And like, there's no consistency of personal style and it's embarrassing. I think it's not embarrassing at all. I think it's fabulous. Is it? I say lean in. The only thing I will say is leaning into a trend is expensive. It is because you've got to like pull the full look together, you know, to feel good about it. And it lasts one, One maybe two seasons. It's not good. And it's not Not good. good. But I do look at those people, like my cousin Charlotte is one of them. And she's just like had her personal style her entire life she knows what how her hair looks good it's always that way she pulls together these chic outfits she's got like a palette do you know what your cousin charlotte reminds me of she's got real like kate middleton vibes kate middleton okay yeah. and i am eugenie yes <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh babe that hat was a poor choice but good on you for having a crack <laughs> may i correct you oh beatrice it's eugenie oh, oh yeah okay. no, just I- Hey, that's how you pronounce it. I'm Eugenie. Yeah, you're Eugenie. Or Beatrice. Pick one. I'm fucking Fergie. Who cares? I'm not <laughs> Diana. <laughs> but I want to be. I aspire to just say. No, do you know what? Diana's good because she loved a trend. Mm. She loved a trend. She, she was did. very on trend. And she was in her fucking hot bitch divorce mum era. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm invoking. But make it wizard. Yeah. See, the problem with you <laughs> is you're loved up now. I know. Yeah. And why can't I be hot bitch and happy? It's not fair, Jem. The last time I was a hot bitch, I was fucking miserable. Yeah. When was the last I was time the- I was in my hot, hot, hot bitch era? Miserable. Yeah. Why can't we marry? Post breakup, miserable. Yeah. The last time you were like peaking hot, mm. devastated. Remember I had like a blunt haircut? I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. You were like snatched. Yeah. Hot as fuck. Yeah. Miserable. As miserable. Fuck. Devastated. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is like the bot I've always wanted. This is the vibe I've always wanted. Oh, look, everything fits me. So sad. Like, so sad. Just so sad, but so fashionable. So fashionable. It's so fucking miserable. Why can't I be? Then you get happy fat. You know, you get comfortable and you're like, I don't need to shave. I don't need to do those eyebrows. Who cares about this? And then you're like, no, I'm done with this. I'm back. I'm back to slob. I want to be happy and hot. Is that too much to ask for? It's too much to ask for. No, it's not. It I'm going to do it, Jim. I'm motivated. Oh, God, DL's ready for a wed shred 2.0, no, no, but this no, time no, for no. the live shows. No, no, I don't even mean wait. I just mean like, let's just pull. You know, since I've got my my wig. Yeah, <laughs> don't call it your wig. It cheapens it too much. Your extensions. Since my toupee went on and my Bowie kicked in, I was like, okay, okay, okay. We can do this. You know, we can look after ourselves. We can front up and make ourselves feel good. Be a hot bitch and be happy. Come on. It's surely it's possible. I look at people do it all the time. It looks effortless for them. I do think it's innate for some people. Yeah. It's not for us. No. That's okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like start my Instagram stories with a full done face and then fast forward 12 hours and I'm doing another chat to camera with no face <laughs> and people just must be like, same bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked too. But I kind of love that. Like I... I think unlike you, I don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, some trends grab me, yeah. some don't. Yeah. I'll lean into some, not others. I don't overthink yeah. anything. I just I do just it. think like the but, fact- like, but similarly to you, I'm two modes. Yeah, two Slob. modes, two modes. Or like, wow, she going out. Yeah. The yeah. fact that my phone thinks I'm two different people. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you pull up the people yeah. uh, face identifier, it's like, are you this bitch <laughs> or, or this, this one? Bitch. And it's like it, my phone thinks the AI on my Apple phone mm. thinks I am two different humans because I catfish so hard and I just want to live in the catfish and let go of the, <laughs> the sad one. I just want to live as a catfish. Okay. Rebsy was telling me before what, we... What noise, does, <laughs> what noise does a catfish make? <laughs> I'm doing little whiskers. I you wish can't you guys see could me. see her. I'm doing little whiskers out the side of my face. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to let you dig yourself into a hole there. I'm going to burrow into my catfish bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Rebsy was telling me before we started recording this episode that she was at the mall and a DL mm-hmm. came and said hi. And she was like, hi. Oh, my God. Yay. Like full encouragement of all DLs saying hi to us. Love it when you say but hi. But it's only ever, ever when you're in full, not elevated, full, full slob. Full gutter goblin. <laughs> like Gutter goblin. Absolute. Like I don't even know if I'd brushed my teeth yet. Mm. It was like I dropped the kids off and went straight to the mall and she's like, revs. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> but hi. Hi. You know, she's pushing a pram, looking gorgeous, interactive wear. So it was like a bit of a like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was so lovely. And I was like, of course, of course. I never run into anyone when I'm like catfishing. Never. Never. <laughs> anyway, who's with me? Hot girl winter. Let's go. Jem's <laughs> like, I can't even begin to get it up for you. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> I've got nothing, nothing, babe. Nothing. Nothing. Hit me with your nut spun, girly. Hit me with your nut spun. Doot, doot, doot. All right, I've got a great knot spawn. Mm-hmm. I fully back this Ooh, and yeah. it's not too expensive. $8. Oh, mine's $8. Oh, stop it. Look at us twinning. Welcome to $8 knot spawn. <laughs> it's Cozier Lives, Cozier okay? Cozier Lives approved. Now, deals with kitties, young kitties. You'll like this one. It's an app. Oh, it's a great app. And it's not Reading Eggs, which great. everyone knows I'm a diehard tragic fan for. Everyone loves Reading Eggs, but this is a different one. It is called My Very Hungry Caterpillar. Like the book? Like the book. Okay. They've created a game app oh, for kids. Cool. Now, interestingly, a friend recommended this for me for Rafa a while ago, but Raf didn't take to it when she was super young. But now that she's five, she loves it. And do you know what I've worked out? It is. It's like a Tamagotchi. Oh, cool. You've got to feed your hungry caterpillar. Cool. You've got to exercise it. So you've got like a quota that you have to meet every day. You need to feed it all the food. And and in terms she's of- She's finally got her pet. <laughs> she's got her pet and she oh is God. hooked. And it's really- like kids would love The this. graphics are really sweet. Yeah. So, but I think it's too basic for your kids. Oh, really? Too yeah, little? Yeah. I would say it's for five and unders. I okay. think if you're at school, it's a bit too basic. Okay. But basically, you know, your little caterpillar wakes up. Then you've got to shake the apples and the pears out of the tree. Then you fill up the food quota. Then you need to go do exercise. And that means watering the garden. But you sow the seeds. And you can choose what seeds you put where. And then you water the flowers and the strawberry patch. And then there's like a playroom. where a Swiss cheese tree? (laughs) Lollipop. (laughs) Well, when you get into a few days with your caterpillar, you get like... The picnic basket that has the lollipop, the, the salami, the cher- yes, <laughs> yeah, all of that. But in terms of exercise, there's like a play box, and you open it, and there's a ball, and your caterpillar has to like push the ball around to hit its exercise quota for the day. Then you put it down to sleep. Then it oh. wakes up the next morning. You kind of do the same thing, and then one day it becomes a chrysalis, oh. and then you unwrap it out of the chrysalis, and it's a beautiful butterfly. And then the game resets and a new egg appears and you crack that egg open and it's a new tiny skinny little baby caterpillar. But the butterfly you made is buzzing around the trees. Oh, yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. So then when you grow all the illustrations from the book. Like the book. Oh, beautiful. Now, what I want to say is there's a free version. Okay. And what I would recommend doing is getting your kid to try the free version. Mm -hmm. And if they take to it, trust me, spend the $8 that gives you full access to everything. It unlocks all the additionals because there's like a boat that your Mm. caterpillar can go on to an island and for its exercise, it can dig up a treasure box. Yeah, so you can't unlock those unless you pay the $8. But anyway, it was worth the $8. Like Rafa was like, (laughs) bless her. She's, I'm so big on like my kids understanding the value of money. She was like, mommy, did you spend money so that I could unlock all the features? I was like, yeah. And then she goes, thank you, mommy. I know you now have to work. (laughs) And I was like, oh God, how far have I gone with this? I was like, yes, honey, that's right. Like 
to make money like you know we have to work it doesn't grow on trees yeah yeah but you know Rafa you showed mummy just how much you love this game because you've been playing it so much I wanted to unlock the features for you but you know what's even cooler because I downloaded the free version on Iggy's iPad which is under my same Apple account it's um, unlocked well it didn't automatically unlock but he got into the game and he loves like he's obsessed with it becoming a butterfly so Mm. he's in full commitment and I talked about this last week how Iggy's like a potential gamer vibe Mm -hmm. but anyway he showed enough commitment that I went okay I'll spend eight dollars on him because I try and treat my kids equally that's how my mum raised me and my brother so I said to Iggy, I'm going to upgrade the features. And when I clicked on to buy the features, it said, oh, already purchased. Would you like to restore purchase? And I was like, yeah. So then both kids for eight bucks got all the features. Anyway, it's just such a beautiful game. It teaches them like caring for a pet. Yeah, and it's wholesome and like good, good active screen time. Beautifully wholesome. And just a nice switch up from reading eggs, which we still love. But the benefit of Hungry Caterpillar is it works offline. Oh yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, so win-win. T- take it on flights. Love for it. Those bitches who are flying to Bali, like, no, like everyone, everyone else in my Instagram feed at the moment. All no, right, you've been to Bali. No, no, no. I've been that bitch. <laughs> I, I take. I fully resent past me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Ah, oh, yes. Now, hear me with your not spawn. I said, sorry, interrupting you. Do do do. Mine can also travel and Fun. or have it at home or whatever. Oh my god! So I don't even know how we chance upon this toy. It's from Kmart. It is eight dollars. It's a bucket of sucker pops. What's that, you ask? It's twenty six pieces of little latexy sucky. They're there in that box. Oh, yeah, I threw one over there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Sorry, I saw those they're and I like, started playing with them. If anyone's kids watch the flugels, it's like the little things on their head. It's like these sucky bits, like mm-hmm. shapes, I yeah. guess. They're like, they've got knobs at each end. and bo- Anyway, they stick to each other. They stick to the bath. They stick to a shower screen. They stick to the walls. They're just these little sucky pieces. Yeah. It's 26 of them in different colors. And my kids have just been so engaged with this it's like it's like I guess magnetic tiles mm. like it's the same kind of but engagement completely different shape lightweight really travelable you could just take the bucket it's this little bucket you could take it with you anywhere I if I had little kids I would be taking these on the plane because you could stick it to the tray you could stick it to the arms like yeah Gem's having a little play now I am they kind of look like DNA yeah, <laughs> like I feel like totally I'm- I'm building like a chromosomes. double helix. Yeah. 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 It's like, they're kind of like fidget toys, I guess, but you can build stuff. And it's like, anyway, my kids have loved it. They've been building little aliens. They're sticking it to their face in the bath. Like it's just been a really highly engaged I guess you'd call it STEM. Is yeah. it STEM? Yeah, it is. Feels STEM. STEMmy. It does. I, I, don't quote me. Don't. I've got nothing to back that up, but it feels <laughs> STEMmy. <laughs> I'm here for this. I reckon my kids would love right? this. Right? I reckon yeah. this is an all-age thing. Yeah. Like you're having fun with it. My kids are eight and six. Look, I made a flower. Super, super cute. Like anyway, bucket of sucker pops from Kmart. Get them before we sell them out. <laughs> well. That brings us to the end of a Tuesday. We love you guys so much. And as always, thank you for having us in your ears. Yeah. We love you, DLs. We do. Send us your bestie hotlines because we are back in your ears on Friday. And for those of you who are on Facebook, you may have noticed that we did a call out Mm. for DLs to share with us in video form. Mm -hmm. That means recording a selfie for those of you who are brave enough to face up to a camera. I know it's not for everyone, but just to share with us where you're listening from and what you enjoy most about our podcast. And you know what? We want to have you as part of our show. We're working yes. on something. Yeah, deals. we want you guys to be in the live show. So if you're up for that, do a selfie where and why you listen. And email it to where, Revzy? Hello at we don't have time for this dot com. We love you, DL. We love you. See Bye-bye. you on Friday. Bye. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. What is, I think the note has changed there. Maybe I dropped it down a key. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> Bye.